Well, Bibi Netanyahu, the, the Prime Minister of Israel, <laughs> he's done it again. Uh, unbelievable. The, the story of the week, the month, maybe of the year, is in Israel. The Prime Minister, Bibi Netanyahu, has just put together the broadest coalition government in the history of Israel. He's he's taken in the second largest political party in Israel, the Kadima Party, and he they, they were they were the leader of the opposition against Bibi Netanyahu's Likud party government. And the, the government that's that's coming up on three years of age right about now. He, he he had Netanyahu and the Likud had a very very stable government. It would look like they they were headed to to finish out their four year term for the first time. A government doing that here in Israel and and I, I don't know. It's never happened since since I've lived here for 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 twenty one years already. That the the government has never completely served its four year term before. Either, either dissolving itself and calling new elections, or, or the opposition getting enough votes to for no confidence to overthrow the government. And, and, and at any rate, early elections has been the norm for as long as I can remember. And uh, <laughs> but 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 that's just changed. The the magician they, they always they talk about Bibi Netanyahu always pulling rabbits out of his hat. You know, they, they they say that in a derogatory way, but it's a I don't know, a pretty good way. If if you if you believe in the guy, if you think he's a good prime minister, if you think he's good for for Israel and for the Jewish people, which I do, it, it, it's a good thing. He he see what happened was the government, even though it's been extremely stable, there were some controversial issues going on here right now there's some issues in terms of uh well well the biggest one has to do with with the, one of the most divisive issues here in israel that of of mandatory national service the, the bulk of which is done in the israeli army there's a law that everyone is supposed to serve in the israeli army and those that don't serve for religious reasons or whatever they, they do they do what's called national service they, they 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 serve in schools, hospitals, other public institutions, and the vast majority of Israelis do this. But but there's <clears throat> there's a few groups that don't. The Arabs are not required to serve either in the army or or in, in national service, and and the the ultra orthodox Jews the, who who tend to who tend to tend to, to to sit in yeshiva, they go, they go to advanced Talmudic academies, and and that's kind of like the status thing, the the uh, the respected, acceptable lifestyle of the ultra orthodox here to sit and allegedly learn, study Torah, Talmud in yeshivas, and and they they've in the past got an exemption, and and that that's been a, a big bone of contention here in Israeli society, as it well should be. Because it's a it, it, it's it's an inequality. We got the vast majority of people are sending their sons and their daughters to put their lives on the line to defend the country in a in a in a country which which uh, unfortunately we, we need. I mean, the, we are we're facing on a daily basis military threats here, and and we need this mandatory service. We need an army. Well, uh, the, the the main 
the main bulk of our army is a reserve army. But but we need the standing army, which is made up of, of, of mandatory conscripts for the most part. And, and, and flat out, large elements of the population have not been doing their duty there. And, and the, the, you know, the thing is, well, you know, if you don't want to fight or you're not fit to fight, at least you have to at least serve your country. You have to put in your, your for girls two years and for, for, for boys three years. You got to do that. Everyone does it. It's the fair thing to do. But, but there's been this exemption issue, which has been a, a big, a big, big, big divisive factor in Israeli society. And, uh, there, there was a, a, a law was passed kind of to, to ease to ease this crisis called the Tal Law, and uh, it, it had a, a limited time span, and it's coming to an end right now. And that that kind of extended the exemption thing for the ultra orthodox and the the non religious, and and others are are unhappy about that. And and there was there was stirrings from uh, from from uh, the Likud's largest coalition partner, uh, Yisrael Beitenu, the uh, Lieber, Lieberman's party the foreign minister lieberman's party that they were not going they're largely a secular party fairly right wing it was originally a russian immigrants party which which uh, not so any longer and and they they had threatened to to leave the coalition if this tall law if this if this draft deferment issue was not settled in an equitable way so there were some rumblings that even this stable government was uh well, might not be might not be so stable and might not, in fact, serve out its term. And, and, and Israel's facing big threats right now. I mean, we've got the, 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 uh, the rapidly nuclearizing enemy of Israel and the world, Iran, on, on the brink of an atomic bomb, swearing, declaring the ultimate destruction of Israel. We've got extreme unrest on the northern border with, with Syria, which, which easily spreads into Lebanon via Hezbollah. We've got, we still got almost daily missile onslaught on, on southern Israel from a, from a, a Hamas and other Islamist anti-Israel radical Muslim terrorist organizations that have literally tens of thousands of missiles aimed at Israel launching several of them almost every single day we've got that threat we've got we've got all, all kinds of we've got the world in an economic turmoil that uh, that that up until now largely through the, our Prime Minister Netanyahu and uh, and our head of the of the of the Bank of Israel, the, the, their work, their their smart, their wise decisions regarding the Israeli economy. We we we've stayed relatively immune, but but it's an ongoing threat. We, we've got all these threats happening here, and 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 for the government to be unstable is 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 not a good thing. So so what happened? And then and of course in the background. You've got the American elections. You've got you've got the the incumbent President Obama, who is clearly an enemy of Netanyahu, if not of Israel. I maintain he's an enemy of Israel, but there are those that say no. He's certainly clearly, based on his treatment of our Prime Minister, an enemy of Netanyahu. He certainly would do everything in his power to to get rid of him as Prime Minister of Israel, as his predecessor Clinton did, as his predecessor Bush did. They 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 tried to they tried to get rid of Netanyahu to get more pliable 
more more compliant leadership, more left-wing leadership in Israel so they could bend to the American will and give in to the to the Palestinian demands to kind of take the pressure, the aggravation off of the Americans. So we got that issue and if, if if Obama were to were to be reelected and then be a lame duck without needing to worry about Jewish votes anymore, the fear is you know he- heaven help Bibi and heaven help Israel. So so you got these things facing the the Netanyahu government, and so so what they, what he had decided last week was to call himself for early early elections, or so it seemed. They, and and <laughs> two days ago. He said he's super powerful right now. All the surveys show that he would be reelected. He could put together a new stable coalition and and basically be in good shape for the next four years. But but his coalition is still like not so huge. It's always vulnerable, you know, always with a little bit more than half of the 120 parliamentarians in the coalition, the members of Knesset. The government is always susceptible. Well, so so Bibi had decided in the Likud, they they in fact they went as far as to two days ago, two nights ago, they they had the first reading of the law calling for the dissolution of the parliament, the Knesset, and and new elections to be held in September. The first reading was passed, and boom, what happens? Netanyahu takes the podium, and, and well well first. They passed the they passed the initial reading of the law, and then then the nego- negotiations began. Like two in the morning, the, the Netanyahu and the the Likud and Kadima, the second largest party, which had up until now been led by Tsipi Livni, who who staunchly refused to join the Netanyahu government. She was defeated in the Kadima primaries about a month or so ago, replaced by former Likudnik Shaul Mofaz, former chief of staff, former defense minister Shaul Mofaz, the new head of the second-in-power opposition leader Kadima party, and so after the first reading of the law to dissolve the Knesset and call for new elections, all of a sudden there's negotiations going on, and the wee hours of the morning, the announcement comes forth, Kadima has joined the Netanyahu government, forming the broadest, the broadest, the most stable, the largest coalition government in the history of Israel. And one of the terms... One of the one of the important elements of the deal was a pledge by Mofaz and Kadima not to support the bringing down of the Netanyahu-led government before the end of its term in uh, more than a year away in November of 2013. So a guarantee that the current government would serve out its term would be well in place after the American elections, would be solidly in power, not in danger, strong, broadly supported by the Israeli people until until more than a year from now. Uh, unprecedented, really good, really good for Israel, really good for, for the Jewish people, really good what the people want in, in, in this time of danger, this important, this critical time in the history of, of, of the state of Israel, in fact, in the history of the world.
We here in Israel are feeling pretty good. The, every survey, every survey in, in recent days asking the public, polling the Israeli public, do you want new elections now, overwhelmingly said, no, no, we don't. We're happy with the government. We don't want the instability of an election period. We don't want the cost, the expense of elections now. Don't do this to us. Don't do this to us. It's not the right time. We don't want it. And 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 but but there seemed to be no solution. We'd be facing all con- the danger to the government, instability, and and the magician prime minister Bibi Netanyahu pulled it out of his hat and put together a strong, stable government, and the people love it. And in fact. There, there were the 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 the, the new unity government's goals as they were they were outlined in uh, in a uh, a press conference a joint press conference between Netanyahu and Mofaz yesterday they pointed to four objectives good things good things number one to bring a just and egalitarian alternative to the Tal law that I was explaining to you perhaps the most divisive element. In Israeli society, the divide between the 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 ultra religious and the secular, the, this issue of inequality of service, this this issue of, uh, of, of 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 an unequal sharing of the burden of the defense of our country, the, the new government has vowed to solve this in a fair way, and, and and this has to be a good thing. Number two, a responsible budget. That will address the state of Israel's needs. Uh, th- that will uh, that will address the state of Israel needs. So again, facing the the world financial crisis, we need a strong consensus, strong support for a budget that will address the the social welfare concerns of the state while not endangering the economy of the state. A really good thing. Number three, to change the government system. Ah. Another great thing, one of the weaknesses of this, the, this, this, the, 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 uh, the governmental system here in Israel, this wonderful country, is the, the issue of, of a multitude, a plethora of tiny special interest political parties that, that need a relatively small number of votes to get a representation in the parliament, in the Knesset. We, we've had, we've had, you know, we have the Green Party, we've had, We've had a pensioners party in the Knesset. We, we've had we've had a, a, a party based purely on the legalization of marijuana. We've got all these little parties, and you get a bunch of little parties in the government coalition, all all looking after their own particular secular interests, and, and it has led to very many unstable governments in, in the past, or governments that pander to to special interest groups in, in, in very expensive and unhealthy ways. So 
So now there's been dissatisfaction for many, many years with the system, but but never a viable alternative and never brought enough support to get through an alternative. We tried a presidential system for a limited time and it was, it was a failure. We dumped that. And so so one of the objectives that the new broad coalition government here is pledging to is uh, is is to change the present system to a more to a more stable more uh, a, a better system and number 4 a responsible peace process where security is maintained so once again we see the Netanyahu government reaching out to the Palestinians urging a fair peace settlement that will take into account the security needs of Israel and and now he's got He's got the broad consensus in the government. He's got the broad consensus among the Israeli people so that no one can say, hey, this is a this is a right wing, radical, fanatical government. There's no one to talk to. So so now the onus will clearly be on our enemies, on the Palestinians. And if peace is d- does not come, no one can blame the Netanyahu government. He's do he's doing everything in his power to achieve peace while while not abandoning the security of the state of Israel. We got a good thing happening here. A really good thing. So he, he, Netanyahu also, he effectively pulled the rug right out from under what was developing to be the strongest opposition, the, the, re, the, the, the recently revived Labor Party. <laughs> Ehud Barak, our defense minister, set out to form his own little party because he was not in favor in the Labor Party, which he basically brought to its knees. The Labor Party was shrinking down to nothing. He was, after new primaries, former radio hostess Shelly Yakimovich became the new and very popular leader of the Labor Party, showing signs of strength. It looked like they were going to be the new number two party in the upcoming elections. Now, put to the sidelines, they're basically the opposition by themselves. Them, the Arab parties, and and the the radical left wing merits party, they're they're the opposition now. She was she was getting ready to make to be become a strong part of a newly elected government, which would have been a basically a, a stone around the neck of Netanyahu trying to lead the country with a, with a, a very particular uh, agenda. She's been marginalized in this brilliant political move, and, and not to mention the new party on the scene, led by by another TV personality, Yair Lapid, very popular. The the, the Yesh Atid, the, the the there is a future party. He was he was coming on strong. He's the social justice guy, the popularity guy, and, and he was getting ready. He was positioning. We have a future. And fact of the matter is, for the next year and a half. <laughs> your ear, Lapide, and your we've got a future, you ain't got no future. Not 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 for the near future anyway. Brilliant, Bibi. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then there's Iran. I don't know. No one's talking about this, but did you happen to notice the new government now, with the addition of Shaul Mofaz, former chief of staff, former defense minister, we've got the, the Netanyahu government now, the broadest, widest government in Israeli history, with three former army chiefs of staff holding ministerial positions. You got Ehud Barak, Shaul Mufaz, and Bugi Moshe Bugi Yalom, all ministers in the Netanyahu government. You've got you've got two former defense ministers in the government. Barak, the current defense minister, and Shaul Mufaz, a former defense minister. We've got we've got all the military know-how, the military genius, the military brilliance sitting right there in the government, in the cabinet, with Prime Minister Bibi Netanyahu. <laughs> and you know, you've been hearing, you, know, you, you watch 60 Minutes, you've heard some like <clears throat> disgruntled former security people questioning Barack and Netanyahu's competence to deal with Iran, <clears throat> you know, calling it oh, messianic and, and, and mistaken, endangering Israel. So, so they had raised like some questions as to the military competence of the current government well i gotta say it's hard to say that there could be any question right now yeah there are some that that are differing some with security background but you got the big guns you got the ones with the track records with the experience with the knowledge sitting right in the cabinet with the prime minister with bibi netanyahu you got mofaz yalom barack (laughs) and and sitting with netanyahu And, and i would say I would say that uh, th- th- there's there's a, 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 a better than small chance that uh, Barack Obama just might have to deal with uh, with Israel taking upon ourselves to do something about the existential threat coming from a a, a potentially nuclear armed iran we just might do something he doesn't have to be doesn't have to worry about the stability of his government anymore he doesn't give a hoot about whether obama gets reelected or not he what he cares about is the safety and the security of the jewish people in israel of his country the country that he has pledged to lead and 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 he's backed now by the greatest military minds in the country and it's becoming increasingly clear to those that have two eyes that uh, that Iran is a severe threat to Israel and Iran is about to have an atomic bomb and and no one is going to do anything about it unless we do so uh maybe just maybe don't know <laughs> Marty Roberts here, Marty Roberts Show. It's Wednesday, the 9th of May, and uh, <laughs> never a dull moment here, but I got to say, it feels good. I think I, I think what's happened is, uh, is we've got a leader, we've got a relatively, we've got a popular leader, we've got a smart leader, we've got a dedicated leader, and uh, and, and he's, he's done what, what, what seems to be clearly the in the best interest 
of his country, of my country, of our country, the Jewish state. And, and he's done it in a, in a brilliant way. Hey, 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 listen, this is, I, I got you know, we got to do this every time. It's important. It's very important that you visit the website and that you do some clicking while you're there. You know, there's all kinds of good stuff to click there. And, uh, oh, where is it? It's at martyrobertsblog.com. It's, it's, you'll enjoy it. Don't just do it like just for me. Do it for you. Go there. Sign up to, to follow me on Twitter there. There's a button. Sign up to, to join the, the uh, you know, the fan page, the Marty Roberts Show Facebook page. There's advertisements there you might find of interest if you, if you click on them and see kind of what they, they have to offer for you. And uh, lots and lots of, of good stories. Uh, not, every, not everything posted there is a radio show. There's written articles. And, of course, for every radio show, there is accompanying written material and pictures photographs, illustrations, so you might want to look at that. And, of course, chances are you haven't heard every Marty Roberts show ever done. We've been doing this for, like, uh, seven years now. And uh, th- there's there's literally hundreds of shows there in the archive. A lot of them are still relevant. There's, there, there's not, not every aspect of the show is dealing with news and current events. We deal with, with, with Jewish law, with Jewish holidays, with, uh, with all kinds of interesting religious issues and uh, things about Israel, life in Israel, Aliyah, immigration to Israel. Lots of good stuff there. The site is searchable and uh, it, it, good stuff there. And that is also where you help me out. See, this, this is a one-man show, you know, literally. And, uh, and the money comes out of my pocket unless and 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 you see the only thing that helps out there a little bit is if you put a little bit of your money into my pocket so that I can then use it to keep the show going and improve it and you do that there's buttons all over the site there martyrobertsblog.com the buttons say donate they're safe and secure. There's a we we use a, we use PayPal, which you can use credit card or the PayPal system itself, and it really really helps me out. It keeps things going in a, in a manageable way. There, so visit the site, Marty Roberts blog, and help us out. Sign up. Tell your friends about it. Donate, and uh, you'll be very happy you did. And by the way, the uh, tonight tonight brings in a special time. In Israel and for Jews around the world, it, it, it brings it, tonight and tomorrow is Lag Baomer. And uh, good stuff on the site about that. That was a lame transition. I gotta tell you, you know, the, the, I, I want. I was talking about the site, and, and since it's Logba Omer tonight, I wanted. To, I wanted to bring because we're we're not this year. We're not doing a special show on Logba Omer, and we have done that in the past. And they're, they're very interesting, good shows. So while I was talking about the site, I wanted to. I wanted to point out that you type in Logba Omer in the search engine there, and you'll find all the really great shows we did. About Lagba Omer, but it's more important to tell you that, hey, l- l- let's do this again, okay? Tonight, tonight, if you look at a satellite picture of Israel, tonight, every year at this time, 
you see like on the satellite, like it looks like Israel's on fire because cause it's Lagba Omer. And one of the customs of Lagba Omer are is bonfires. And you know, we talked in past shows about why that is, what the what the counting of the Omer is and, and you know what that's all about. I don't want to do that again. So 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 search on the site, MartyRobertsBlog.com, listen to some of those shows if you don't know about all that stuff, but 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 do know, look in that satellite, it looks like it looks like Israel's burning. It's it's an incredible thing. Like 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 three quarters of the population will be out tonight in their in, in the in the uh, the outskirts of the cities and towns and their backyards barbecuing and, and doing all kinds of singing songs and playing guitars around enormous bonfires and the the kids have been collecting wood like since Pesach since Passover you anytime you drive around you walk around you see kids like with, with shopping carts with wagons with skateboards loaded up with every piece of scrap wood scrap lumber they can find laying around they, they got to like bring guards onto the building sites you know to make sure the kids don't get overzealous in their uh, in their gathering of lumber and take some stuff that's being used for building but but the kids have been gathering up these mountainous piles of wood that they're going to light on fire tonight for Lagba Omer and 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 all the classes from 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 the elementary schools the high schools the junior high schools will will get together around the around the bonfires the parents will have their own get-togethers they'll be <clears throat> they'll be singing songs they'll be they'll be the kids will be playing with the fires, and yeah, it's dangerous, and there's always a, an accident or two every year, you know, God forbid, and it's a shame, but 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 it's a great thing, and the, the parents are usually supervising them quite well. The kids go out on their own, they're out like till 2, 3 in the morning, and you know, no one's worried about them in this wonderful state, it's a it's a great thing, they, each town has their, their bitachon security people looking around, there's parents watching the younger kids, and the youngest of kids go out there and do this and and they look forward to it all year long religious secular it's just it's a beautiful it's it's a beautiful wonderful great thing that that the kids look forward to for for months in advance and 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 it's here and another just just wonderful fantastic aspect for for a jew living in israel i saw nothing like it in America, even in the even in the uh, the religious ghettos there, when we lived in one of those communities, nothing like it. Nothing like the universal joy, awareness, the the of the the Lagba Omer bonfires that will be taking place tonight. Yeah, so so Lagba Omer also brings to an end the uh, the the mourning aspect of the of the Omer period. So it's kind of it, it, it's it's the day when uh, when uh, Rabbi Akiva's disciples stopped dying of the plague after tens of thousands of of, of them died. And so it's kind it's a time where Ashkenazi Jews, after not shaving and getting haircuts in the Omer, can now have a haircut. And mainly, it's like lighting Israel on fire and having a great time with your friends tonight. It's a great thing.
Hey, I hope the Marty Roberts show was also a great thing for you. Visit the website, martyrobertsblog.com, and, and join me next week. Have a great, happy Lagba Omer wherever you are, hopefully next year in Israel. And uh, until then, until next time, Marty Roberts in Israel, Shalom, Shalom.